A lot of women struggle to set boundaries because they feel guilty and they feel like they're going to be letting someone down. So they would rather overextend themselves and live in constant burnout, which is unhealthy, so that they don't ever have the feeling of guilt. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about boundaries. How do you say no without feeling like you're letting other people down? Is having a firm boundary selfish? And if you ignore an email or a text message or a DM, for example, from someone you don't know, are you being a bad person? Isn't having it all and doing it all what success is all about? Award-winning physician and self-confessed recovering people pleaser and workaholic, Dr. Sasha Shilcutt seemed to have everything from the outside. She looked professionally and personally successful, but after years of stress and burnout, on one pivotal day, everything came crashing down and she was brought to her knees. Dr. Shilcutt shares how it was then that she came to understand the importance of boundaries and that saying no is actually a gift you give not just to yourself, but to everyone else as well. She also helps us understand the really crucial difference between being approachable and being accessible. I love what Dr. Shilcutt has to say. She's honest and humble, and her message is a wonderful, empowering one filled with hope. She shares with us that as she learned how to say no, it changed her life and brought her a great and unexpected gift, joy. Because in the end, being intentional and saying no means saying yes to more. I'm so excited for you to hear from her and be as encouraged as I was. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Dr. Sasha Shilcutt. So in 2013, I would say if you knew me professionally or maybe from the outside, you would probably look at me and think that I had my stuff together and I looked pretty successful. But in the inside, I was really falling apart and I felt that I was a bad mom. I felt like I was failing as a doctor and a wife. And I realized I was doing too much when I actually walked past a row of mirrors in a hotel one night in Chicago. I didn't get to see my kids after work. I went straight to the airport, flew to Chicago for some training and landed at around 11 o'clock at night. And I saw a picture of myself wheeling my roller bag past a row of mirrors at the W Hotel. And I will never forget looking in the mirror and thinking, 
I don't even recognize that person. And I looked so sad. <laughs> I looked so tired and exhausted and thinking to myself, like, I don't remember the last time I laughed or had fun or the last time I enjoyed myself or connected with my husband or had lunch with a friend. And I went to my hotel room that night. I got down on my knees. I prayed and I asked God to help me. And I said, I don't know how I've gotten to this place where I feel so alone and I'm it's such a dark place and I am not living at all the life that I thought I was going to be living. Please help me get back to who I am and what I'm actually where I'm supposed to be putting my energy and who I'm supposed to be focusing on. And that very moment was a pretty pivotal moment and it's not like my life got better the next day. It's not like all, everything fell into place within 24 hours. It took about a year of my life for me to say no and to peel back a lot of layers of, of expectations that people had of me and really to set up some clear boundaries. You know, I used to wake up in the morning and go to work and for about a year I would cry in the my car for about two minutes before I would get out of work, just thinking like, how am I going to get through this day? And then I would drive home at the end of my day and I would pull into my garage and I would literally do the same thing. I would cry and go, how am I going to be a mom for the next how many hours before everybody goes to bed? Like, I don't have the energy for this. And now I don't do that. It looks very different. It really came down to looking at what I said my priorities were and that list that I had, you know, every January I would sit down and write out like what I wanted to achieve and what I really, truly wanted to spend my time and energy doing. And then I would look at my calendar. <laughs> I would be like, well, these things do not match. And so having those crucial conversations with myself, saying no to things, canceling things I had already said I would do, it really took a lot of courage. It, it didn't feel good in the moment. I felt like I was letting people down. I felt like at the beginning I had to explain that I would, had overcommitted. You know, I really overachieved my way to a place of burnout. And I had to say that to a lot of people that I respected. For the vast majority of the days that I live now, I wake up knowing that I get to decide where I put my energy. And if I am tired or stressed, I give myself permission to change my plans. I give myself permission to order takeout instead of being the mom that cooks every meal. I give myself permission to say, you know, I know I said I was going to go to this game tonight with all of you, but I'm going to stay home and actually just rest because I've had a really long day. Those are all boundaries that I never knew I even could set before. And so my day looks a lot different because it looks more empowered and it looks more honest and it looks more real. I think I was so afraid of disappointing my family and disappointing my work colleagues by saying no to things. But the truth of the matter is that I was actually able to show up more fully for the things that I said yes to when I started saying no routinely to more things. If I say yes to something, you're going to get all of me. Where before, if I said yes, I said yes to everybody, but they may have gotten like 25% of my effort or energy or attention. And that is a big difference. My family sees it. I recently took my son to college and I can tell you it was really challenging and really hard 
But when I dropped him off, I thought to myself, wow, I have no regrets because I changed. And I went from being a workaholic and a a people pleaser to having really strong boundaries, which created more time and more of me that I could spend with him. And I have no regrets for that whatsoever. When you begin to set boundaries, you may be thinking this is like selfish or I'm going to be disappointing someone when I say no. But what you're really doing is showing up more for yourself and for the people in your life that you know that God wants you to be with or that you have it in your heart to spend your passion or your energy on. And that is that is actually so much more meaningful than sp- giving, you know, 25% of your energy to, to dozens of people. I went to school for so long. I had so many degrees and nobody taught me about boundaries. I didn't learn in all the classes I took uh, anything about boundaries. I don't think it's something that is like a common concept that we, we most of us know. And so if you're hearing this for the first time and you're thinking, man, I don't know anything about what she's talking about. You're in good company. Um, And if you think about Christ, Christ was so boundaried. I mean, he was only on this earth for 33 years. He could have done so much more, right? He could have worked around the clock. He could have ministered to people around the clock. He could have preached. He could have served. And yet he walked the earth with 12 men. He wasn't accessible all the time to every single human. He was approachable, but not accessible. And when I think about, for example, my cell phone, I have really have had to learn how to set really strict boundaries around my cell phone. I always think about Jesus. I think, okay, you know, I'm, I feel bad I'm not answering this text, or I feel bad I haven't responded to this direct message, or I feel bad that this person's asking for help me for help, even though I don't know them. They're asking me for help and I'm being a bad person because I'm ignoring this. Well, the truth is that I'm human. Jesus walked the earth as a human and he set boundaries. So I need to do that. And I think we have to really look at our health and wellness as not this like selfish endeavor, but as something that you know we have been blessed with and how do we maintain that? so that we can have longevity in whether that's our career or with our family or with our ministry or service to others, that we can keep going on, but doing it well, and you do it well with boundaries. One night, Jesus went to dinner at an important leader's house. They were all just sitting down to eat when a woman walked in. She was not invited, but everyone knew who she was. The woman walked straight up to Jesus. She was carrying a very expensive perfume. This perfume was her most precious thing in all the world. It was her treasure. The woman knelt down before Jesus like he was a king. She held Jesus' feet in her hands and started to cry. Her tears fell onto his feet, washing them. And then she did something strange. She broke the jar and poured the perfume all over his feet. Jesus turned to the woman and smiled. Your sins are forgiven, he said. You trusted me and God has rescued you. I love this passage and I think that it is a good uh, reminder to me to be in the moment and really focus on what is most important because the truth is that there are so many things that could fill our day that we could achieve, whether it's power or position or, or possessions. And 
here's a woman who took her most precious belonging and and washed his feet and um, just was so intentional and was so in the moment and, and really focusing on the right thing. So just a good reminder for me as a mom, as a physician, as an entrepreneur, busy all the time to really be intentional and remember to focus on what's most important. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.